Hilchais Geneva, the laws of not stealing, Perik Shivi Halacha Aleph. Shekel Haver Mishkol Chaseris, Namishkol Shaskimola, Venerius Medina. When someone measures to his fellow by selling or buying, and he uses a measurement different than what the people of that place call that amount or that measurement, so he uses the term pound or, or, or foot to refer to something which is not a pound, less than a pound, or more than a pound. So in terms of, refers to weight. If it refers to measurements. So for example, he's measuring a foot of, a foot of material, but the buyer calls a foot uh, to two feet, or vice versa. He measures less. The, the seller in this case actually measures measures less than what's been agreed upon by that terminology. So if to say that's transgressing a lesation, it says of a mishpat. Don't do uh, perversion in judgment, Vamida with a uh, measurement like like size, mishkal weight, or and with liquid measures. Even though a person who measures and he he gives less than what he measures out, is is, is stealing from the from the from the um, buyer, let's say, because he paid for a pound, the guy only measured out less than a pound. His measurements with, with the thing that says a pound on it is really less than a pound. The seller does not pay kafel. He pays. He has to give him when he finds out or when he confesses that he didn't measure a full pound or a full foot of material. He has to give him the difference. There's no because it's a lav penalty is payment, and generally speaking, if the penalty is payment, there's no malchus. Gimel. A person who has in his house or a store a measurement that is less than it's uh, than it's supposed to be, less than it's than it's labeled. Simply having it transgresses the lesation. Remember, it says, You're not to have in your pocket different weights, weights that are not exact. Even to keep it, to use it as a urinal, also is forbidden. Despite the fact the person is not using it to buy or sell, so why is it also? Maybe somebody who doesn't know that it's lacking the proper amount. Uh, is going to come and use it to measure. Therefore, the terror tells us you're not allowed to have even have such a measurement. of having these inexact measurements because there's no mice involved. Because the fact you have, they're not doing anything. In fact, even if you buy it, the issue doesn't doesn't uh, comprise the fact that you purchased it. It's the fact that you own it. It's the possession, not not the, not the, not their acquisition. If in that city, that area you are, the people, the measurements and the weights were had like a like a, like a seal of approval from the government that they are valid. And then here you have this measurement or weight, and it's lacking the proper amount. So it says a pound, which really is you know only nine tenths of a pound, for example, but it doesn't have the formal seal. In that case, you can leave it or you can keep it if you use it for a bucket or for whatever. For example, as we described in the previous halacha, because over here we're not worried that people are not going to use it since it lacks the formal seal. People are going to realize there's something up with it. If you have a seller a coin that gets like a bang on the side. And now it's missing a little bit, so it's a little bit less than actual seller. And of course, back then the coins were not just representative of value as it is today; they they were the actual value. 
silver or gold. So if you want to, obviously he's not, person person's hopefully not going to use it to to uh, uh, buy things with it because it's lacking the proper amount of uh, silver or gold in the coin. But even you shouldn't use it and keep it around as a weight, nor should he just throw it and have it around his uh, scraps of metal. Nor should he make a hole in it and hang it on his son's neck as like an ornament. Worried someone's going to come along and they're going to use this uh, coin to, to weigh something as a seller and sell that amount. And therefore, you're not allowed to keep this coin around. Hello, what's, so what's the Eitzah? A Yishchak, you should grind it down to powder. A Yachtaich, cut into small pieces. A Yachoitz. Or is he going to put it to pulverize it? A Yashchak Yamelech, or throw it into the salt sea, which could either refer to the Dead Sea, or in some cases, in the Rambam, it also can refer to the Mediterranean, or really any body of salty water, which will dissolve it uh, Hey, what happens if the the, the um, damage of the coin was so great that it's actually now just uh, basically half of what it was? You kind of, in that case, it's fine because if it's only 50% of what it was, even 50%, people are going to realize it's not a full coin. No one's going to make the mistake. If the damage of the coin wasn't exactly half, so now the coin's a bit more than half. Or for that matter, if it was less than half, in that case, you should cut it till you make it exactly half, and then no one's going to confuse it with a full coin, with a full seller. That's, of course, true if it was uh, more than 50%. So let's say if it was 60%, because 40% got got uh, damaged, uh, got knocked off the coin, so cut off the other 10%, now you have half a seller. In the case that it's less than a seller, I'm not sure what it means to do over here. Maybe it means you're supposed to you know, maybe melt it down, it'll melt the metal attached to it to make the half a seller. If, however, the damage to the corn was less than the sixth, you can lost loss, but you're allowed to use it for buying and selling. In other words, as a currency, not as a weight. Um, specifically, to use as another as a weight to determine if another coin is a proper weight. When it comes to business, if it's less than a sixth. Of, if there was, in other words, up to a sixth of difference of costs, uh, people are not particular about. So, person, uh, a person would uh, buy something, and uh, up to up to up to sixteen percent, sixteen and two thirds of a percent, they were not particular if it was the exact uh, exact amount of what they what they what they, what they bought. Okay. If a seller gets damaged not from the side, but in the center. So in that case, also the Mokhla Ogla sell it, the coin, to a criminal, a murderer, or you can use it to trick others. He's obviously a dishonest person. Or perhaps uh, because these people scare the people, they're not going to be of sound mind and concentration when they interact with them. In that case, however, you could put a hole in it and hang it from the, the uh, neck of the child, because in the previous case we said you know I'll do that. That's that's what gets damaged from the side. We're worried somebody's going to use it, take it off the child's neck. Over here, because the damage happened in the center, 
um, it's going to be pretty clear it's worth less than the original value. When it's damaged at the side, there's a way to like 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 shave it down that you can see that it doesn't it doesn't you can't tell that it was damaged. But if it's damage happened in the center, then uh, it's going to be clear that uh, that that's the reason why you put a hole and you made it a child's necklace necklace charm. Zion, I saw the midays of saw. So what kind of measurement should a person make? Saw, chatzis saw and a half a saw, brave saw and a quarter of a saw. A kav and a kav, uh, which is a sixth of a saw. The chatzis kav and a half of a kav, brave kav and a quarter of a kav. The chatzis reva and a half of a quarter, which is an eighth. Which means reva and an eighth of a quarter, which is a one over thirty-two. One, one thirty-two of a, of a kav. However, you're not supposed to make a weight that's two calves, which is uh, a saw of six calves, that's two sixths or one third. Because then someone's going to think that that one third is actually a quarter. And he's going to he's going to use it for the wrong measurements. A quarter of a, of a saw is in fact a cow and a half, because if a six cow and a saw, so one and a half is a quarter. If you make a weight that's two calves, someone's going to confuse it with a calf and a half. So Adkan, we talked about dry measurements. Um, when it comes to liquid measurements, make a hin, the and a half hin, the shish and a third of a hin, vias and a quarter of a hin, veloig and a loig, which is basically a twelfth of a hin, because a hin has twelve lug. The chatzi log and a half a log, vias and a quarter of a log, vashmias and an eighth of a log, vachan, vashmin, vashmias, and one eighth of an eighth, one sixty fourth of a log. They also last a shlishes hin of vias a hin. The chachamim did not forbid the person to make a quarter and a third of a hin. Afapish and meschafas and despite the fact that they are easily fusible. However, mikdash mis vashminos, since they were existing in the mikdash mis vashminos time, Chazal didn't want to impose a restriction on it. Whether a person is doing business with a yid or a guy, it's irrelevant. When a person measures or weighs and he is dishonest, he transgresses the law, he has an obligation to return the amount that he cheated the other person out of. It is forbidden to trick a non-Jew when you're making the calculation how much you owe him, how much produce you have to give him, you must be exact. says, you must uh, make a proper calculation with the purchaser when it comes time to buy back the Eved Ivri from the guy. And the uh, same thing applies to all calculations with the guy. Despite the fact that we're talking about a case where the guy may be um, subordinate to Jewish uh Government. Certainly, all these demands to be honest apply to a non Jew who is not um, subordinate to Jewish government. And somebody who's dishonest with a guy, it's part of the, what it says in the Passoque. Whoever does these things, whoever does dishonesty, come welcome in any situation. In fact, the Dalman is Pirisha Mishnayis in Kalim Perkid Beis, Mishnah Zion, apparently. Says that stealing from a guy is against Hashem's will. It reinforces bad character of the person who does it, and klitu achil Hashem. The same thing applies to measuring real estate, land. If someone cheats someone else by mismeasuring the land properly, he transgresses a lesa. Hashem it says, don't do crooked crookedness 
in judgment of measurement. For me, when it says measuring, assuming this conqueror refers to land. The Pasuk is telling us, don't do perversion in judgment. Not when it comes to the proper measurements or judgments of weights. Nor when it comes to area, let's say material. Even a very small measure, which is a measure, which is 136th of a lug. So that's basically uh, um, a quarter of an ounce, I guess. Very little. Yudalef. Hamasig, excuse me, Yud. Bnei Chabura. When you have people, people who are part of a group, and they're very specific and very particular. Like roommates, for example, are very makbed that when you take one egg from me, you have to pay back the egg. And if you use my toilet paper, you got to put it back and, you know, pay it back. And everyone's very specific about how much everyone knows everyone. They're very exacting in this way. I love a menu machel b'hechseloi. So, excuse me, shechliv is a b'hechseloi, I love a menu machel b'hechseloi. So in all these cases, when they're, they're doing these exchanges, if they're not exact, let's say the guy borrows, you know, one roll of toilet paper from his roommate, he pays him back with a different roll that's not as long. So, or if it's a matter of weight, or a matter of amounts, right? He takes, you know, a certain amount of eggs and he gives back a different amount. So if it's not exact, he transgresses all these things. And it's also forbidden because since they're so exacting, it's considered transactions. And therefore, yontif, it's not allowed to be done. It's against the halachas of uh, doing business transactions on Shabbos. Shabbos yontif. Why Ramam says yontif, not Shabbos? I'm not sure. Yud Aleph Hamas, person who basically moves the boundary marker to his friend's property. And he moves his friend's boundary into his property. I feel that's for even a finger amount. Actually, that would make no sense. He moves his the boundary into, into his friend's property. In other words, he's expanding his own property. If he does it brazenly, openly, how is a guy? He's a guy. If he does it secretly, he's a guy. He's a guy. He does it middle of the night. This applies to anywhere on earth. If he buries his soul, he's like a kvul. If he does it, he buries his soul. And besides, for the avera of stealing, he's over a second love. Love gneva, love gazela. He's over first of all on gneva or gazela, like it would be anywhere on earth, depending on if he did it brazenly or secretly. Love lesasik, the specific love of lesasik, not to not to move the boundary property, that applies specifically in his soul. Ben chayav love zel ba'aretz. The second love lesasik only only applies in his soul. Shem betzes v'nachal chashash tinchal the inheritance which you will acquire, you will inherit. The punishment for people who are dishonest in these measurements is even worse than those who are transgressing forbidden relationships. As it comes to Arayas, it's between you and Hashem. Versus the measurements between you and someone else. So, and the very between a person and his fellow is considered more severe than between a person and Hashem. Because a person sins against Hashem, all he must do is tshuva. But a person and his fellow, he has to also, besides tshuva, he can't do tshuva unless the other person forgives him. And he, and he has to pay back the money. Whoever doesn't agree, doesn't believe in the mitzvah, that, it, that you have to be honest when it comes to these measurements, it's just like denying the, uh, just like denying the exodus, which is the first and the most basic of 
the mitzvahs, Hashem's Dibris, Chalmakamal of mitzvahs, mitzvahs, whoever accepts and acknowledges the mitzvah of being honest in measurements, but it's a mitzvah mitzvah time that that's someone who admits in the Exodus, Shehi, Gomer, Lechol, Mitzvahim, which is the basic bedrock of all mitzvahs. It's because of mitzvah Shayim, it says many places that Hashem uh, has the right Kaviyochel to demand that we keep the Torah mitzvahs. Um, the Mishnah explains actually that when a person uses false measures, he's, he's, he seems to imply that Hashem doesn't care about material matters. And Punk Fakir, this is trying the Exodus proved that Hashem also does miracles in the natural material framework as well.